Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I feel kind of bad because I did not record for the last three weeks, but I'm going to make it up to you guys um, by recording some extra bonus episodes as, um, I don't know, later this week, and you guys will be seeing that. So, since it has been three weeks, a lot has happened, like, in 1989 TV. Do you guys like it? I definitely do. I really like it. It's, like, well, I mean, obviously, all, like, all the songs are the same, but, like, you can definitely tell that there's a difference in the way that she sings it, and I really like it, but I also really like the vault songs. I feel like they are actually masterpieces. Is It Over Now is actually a masterpiece. I feel like it was really well written, and, like, all of, like, the sounds and stuff and um the lyrics flow together and it makes it very aesthetically pleasing to the ear and it also is just it's just a good song to like belt out like it's just a really good song um and yeah and that was one of the updates i had for you guys i um do love her music and then another one is that I was baking cookies yesterday, and I just wanted to talk about how amazing they are. Like, they turned out actually amazing, and I am a fan of, like, chewy chocolate chip cookies. Like, I don't like, like, the hard chocolate chip cookies. I like the chewy ones because they're, like, those ones are good, you know? <laughs> um, so I'm very specific with, like, chocolate chip cookies, and whenever I make them at home, they don't end up turning out as chewy as I want them to or, like, the way I want them to. But then this time, like, I got, like, the perfect chocolate chip cookies. Like, I was so happy with it. And I think it was because of my recipe and my chocolate. So if you guys are in the mood for baking, because it's autumn. Autumn means baking, you know. If you guys are in the mood for baking chocolate chip cookies um, and you like chewy cookies, here are, like, my tips for you, okay? So first of all, you need to find a really good recipe. And if you want chewy chocolate chip cookies, I would recommend Sally's Baking Addiction. Her chocolate chip cookie recipe is like actually perfection. She has a bunch of tips in there to help you out. And um, my second tip is to follow the recipe exactly. So there's like certain things that you can leave out. Like for example, um, if you're following Sally's recipe, it says that cornstarch is optional, and I didn't end up using cornstarch, and it still tasted good, but if you had used that, it would have tasted, like, extra chewy, extra soft, and also, um, if you have to leave it in the fridge, like, I learned this from, like, the past, you have to leave it in the fridge for at least, like, an hour or like 30 minutes just leave it in the fridge because it's like really it makes it that's what makes it soft and chewy the longer you leave it in there for the better it's gonna taste you have to be patient with it and that's the most annoying part about making the chewy chocolate chip cookies because there's like a lot of patience involved and um but it's totally worth it like I left it in the fridge for like an hour and it ended up like turning out really good and if I, I if I left it in there for like three hours I knew it would have been even softer and even better and then what was my third tip oh my third tip was the chocolate so like you know like the chocolate you get from stores like the chocolate chips often those are not like good chocolate for cookies like they're okay but in cookies they're not the best what I recommend doing instead is getting baking chocolate 
and cutting it up into chocolate chunks and then putting it in your cookies. It's a lot better because you have humongous chunks and the chocolate is rich and creamy and it really makes the whole thing better. And I completely recommend this. Um, I had so much fun yesterday. I had a sleepover and um, I made cookies, but I also had like hot chocolate and I learned how to make hot chocolate in a very specific way where you whisk the milk. And um, yeah, that was really good. But I'm really in an autumn mood right now. Like I'm very, I'm an, I'm a fall girly, you know, like I like comfy, cozy, you know, all of that. And I like the fall foliage. The one thing that I'm really upset about is that I kind of miss the fall foliage. Like I didn't really go out and take pictures or anything. I usually do that like every year, but this year I didn't get a chance to. And it was, it's kind of sad. It's honestly really sad, but um, yeah. This episode isn't going to have, like, a very linear path, but one thing that I do want to talk about after I'm done with this updates, just to know what you are going to hear in this episode, I want to talk about having what you wanting, what you can't have. And I have a very specific reason for this, and I'll get into that later. Um, but uh, let's go back to the <laughs> updates. I wanted to just give you guys, like, a sneak peek of, like, what you're going to be hearing in this episode, because I tend to, like, not be very descriptive in my descriptions. I kind of just, like, put, like, a sentence, and I like it that way. I like it to be a little surprise. If you guys don't already know, I'm, like, a teenager, teenage girl, and so I'm really random, you know. I'm just trying to figure things out, make friends, have everything, like, fit together and over like the past couple years I've learned a lot but also something that you guys have missed I have learned a lot over the past three weeks and it my lessons from like the past three years have come in handy so if you guys are very if you guys are very delusional very delulu this is what I'm gonna tell you okay because this is this is part of my updates um because it has nothing to do with the actual episode I do want to tell you guys this, though, because I know, like, us teenage girls have a problem with delusions and being delulu, and, um, yeah, so, I used to be really, really delulu, and it was, like, to a point where, you know, like, I, I would think everything is, like, a sign, but it really wasn't, so this is your sign, okay, this is your sign to, um, actually think about what you're doing and stop imagining the version of that person that you like, okay? Just creating a version of them in your head. That's not what they're like in real life. You can't just think that, like, it just because they, like, turn around and look at you once, they're in love with you, you know? Like, I feel like um, whenever, whenever someone, like, looks at me when I was Delulu, I was like, oh, my God, they're totally in love with me. But then I would look at people all the time. Like, I would, like, stare off into space and accidentally looking at someone. And that's not me falling in love with someone else. That was me staring off into space during class, you know? So this might sound a little harsh, but I feel like being delusional is okay. But when you take it to another level, the only the only thing that you're doing is damaging yourself. Because eventually you are going to be let down. And people pick up on that. Like, if you are being completely delusional and think someone's in love with you when they, and you don't talk to them and, um, you're like telling everyone that 
you know, <laughs> he's like looked at you or like he's in love with you or whatever, the person that you like is going to think that's really weird and they will get a little scared. And the only person you're going to end up hurting is yourself because then you're kind of ruining all your chances. Like, it's honestly not even, you don't have to be the prettiest person on the planet or the funniest or any of that stuff. You just need to be really confident in yourself. You need to be able to trust yourself. You need to do, because I've seen people, okay, I've seen people who are not like super amazing looking pull people that are gorgeous, you know, like if you even look at like celebrities, think about people that um, have dated like ugly men you know how could they pull like models that is the question but they did it because they just have they were just like confident in themselves and like they had that one specific factor and that one factor I'm trying to figure it out myself but I think it's that you're just willing to understand that it's not that deep you know like if things don't go well then oh okay whatever it's not that deep um And if they do go well, then, oh my god, that's good, you know, like, just trying because you can try, and, um, still understanding the worth of yourself while you're going through all of this, that is what makes you truly be able to pull people, and, you know, all of that, and being able to hold conversation and trust yourself, but you don't even have to be, like, the prettiest person on the planet to pull someone, you know, you don't have to change yourself or any of that definitely don't change yourself like that's not even an option it shouldn't be an option to change yourself for someone else okay um but I just wanted to throw that out there for any of the girls who are a little delulu um like I once was because I learned a lot in the past three years when I was delulu and now that I'm not really as delusional it's all those lessons are starting to be really useful in my daily life and I'm kind of understanding how things kind of work and it's not in a way that like saying that oh they don't like you for sure it's not like that but just because someone turned around to ask you a question about math or you know looked at you once in the hallway doesn't mean that they're in love with you and um you shouldn't assume that you know especially if you haven't had a conversation with them um, definitely be confident in yourself and look out for the real signs and have someone like a friend who isn't delusional to keep you on the ground, you know, cause sometimes you need that to be able to understand that. And if you're really not sure if someone like likes you or whatever, then you can always like look online and usually it's really obvious. Like with guys, for guys, I only know about guys, so for guys especially, you should know, like, they, like, they're clueless, okay, they're, they could be, like, the, the smartest person on the planet, and they would still be dumb in the way that they wouldn't understand if someone liked them back, but they're also, like, they're, that means that they're really, really basic, like, nothing is too deep with them, you know, most things are on, like, the surface level, kind of, if that makes sense, like, you would be able to pick it up, like, it would be pretty obvious if, if a guy liked you, you know, like, you wouldn't have to question if they liked you, because it would be obvious, 
So that should be like a good point. And um, right now, if you're thinking, like I used to think, oh, well, like it's kind of obvious, but it's kind of not. If that's what you're going through your head, then he's not into you, okay? You have to be like almost like completely sure, like 99.99% sure that he's into you for it to like, for it to make sense. Because they're very like, like they're not that deep. They're very like basic or like not basic you know what I mean like they you can you can just understand you know they if they like you you will know that they like you if they don't like you you will know that they don't like you it's not like like a humongous deep thing you know especially if you don't like talk to them or like any of that then it's probably not going to be this whole deep thing most of the time and that is something that's like good to go into that was kind of a whole different rant sort of um about guys and I should definitely do an episode specifically about like guys and like crushes and all of that stuff because I don't end up talking about that a lot um let me know if you want something like that I think I might just record one as a bonus episode if you'd like, but that was just something I felt like I really wanted to talk about, and um, hopefully that was helpful. I it was it was sort of like an update thing because this was pieces of information that I thought were useful to just remind myself and maybe remind you guys of. So yeah, that's that's my little update session. But okay, I want to. This kind of has to do with like the whole romance, whatever. But wanting the one thing that you cannot have. So I guess we're kind of doing a little, like, romance, like, little question Q&A sort of thing here. But, um, and uh, romantic tips and crush tips or whatever. But um, if you are a teenager, okay, if you're a teenage girl, okay, we have generally, not everyone, but generally we have, like, boy, like problems or troubles or whatever and yeah this is like this is literally almost every girl that I know we always like have like some kind of like question or you know we're curious or we don't know how to do this or we don't know how to do that we're not sure the most frustrating part about liking someone is not knowing if they like you back and then it's kind of like oh you have to take that leap of faith to you know be sure and it's definitely something that takes a lot of like courage and effort and you've really got to have confidence in yourself like the they can pick up on that okay they can pick up on like your confidence. They can pick up on your energy, you know. If you can truly be yourself around someone you like, then it's almost like they will like you back. You know what I mean? Like, if you are just genuine with someone, then there's no way they won't like you back, at least as friends. You know what I mean? If you are genuinely being yourself and putting out energy and all of that, I feel like certain people just have, like, certain energies, sort of, or, like, ways of talking um, and attitudes and mindsets that make them very appealing and attractive. Uh, And then certain people, even though they are gorgeous, cannot seem to pull people because, you know, they have trouble being who they are in real life. Because, honestly, the truth is... It does not matter what you look like. It is honestly your personality, okay? I I have known people who are 
ugly who can pull the prettiest people on earth and i don't i used to not understand how it happened okay they are ugly you can't say that they're like the most gorgeous people on earth but okay well that sounded kind of mean they're not ugly but they're not like the most attractive people you know um but it that that doesn't even matter if you can genuinely be like have a personality and be a good person and be kind and you know do all of that then you can genuinely like pull someone and you can pull your crush you know like it's it's hard but it's not hard it's very very surface level to be able to pull people okay and this is kind of becoming a whole like tips thing but um we will we will go into like having the one thing that like wanting the one thing you can't have we'll go into that later but i'm actually having really fun with this right now i should do a valentine's day episode i'm literally so good at matching people up okay so here's here's my thing okay ready so i am really good at telling where people will end up you know what i mean so i can tell if someone's gonna be super successful in their life like super successful meaning like you know making a lot of money being having like being generally like famous or whatever or like you know having a good life you know i can tell a little bit and i can tell like different like like different things that are maybe like few months in the future or whatever like i can kind of predict based on like how they're feeling what they're moving towards um what they're pursuing all of that but i can't do that with like love life crushes i'm terrible with that i have a friend who can do that and we are literally like the best pair because we can um we're really good at like predicting oh wait who will you like where will you end up blah blah blah. um and i think that's like so much fun i literally love her um I thought that was a little fun fact to share, but I'm so good at matching people up and giving advice. Like that is something I've always excelled at because let's be honest, it's a lot easier to talk about doing the hard stuff than actually doing it. Like it's really hard to go up to someone and be like, hey, can I have your number? Hey, can I have your snap? Hey, um, do you want to go out sometime? Do you want to go roller skating? Do you want to go get ice cream? Whatever. It's really hard to do that. Like, it's not easy. You have to be confident in yourself. You have to have courage. You have to do all of that. Um, but talking about it easy is easy. Like, that's what I'm doing right now. Like, I'm like, oh, all you have to do is go ask, go ask them out. Like, it's that easy. But it's, but in the moment, it's not. Okay. When you're the person asking someone else out, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Okay. All right, so that is that is something I want to put down. So all of these tips that I'm going to give you, they're going to be a little challenging, but these are things that you should probably do if you want to pull someone. And throughout the whole process, you got to understand that you can't be super delusional about it, okay? A little delulu is okay, but like being super delusional is not okay. Like if you know that they're talking to someone else or dating someone else or like not interested in you or not interested in dating, you can't just like be like, oh, he's trying to make me jealous. Oh, you know, like, oh, it's not gonna last. Oh, he's like, you know, that's that's not a good way to go about things, okay? First of all, girls support girls, all right? Second of all, um, that's just kind of like making, you're just preying on his downfall at that point. And you're preying on your your own downfall because you don't want to be the person who ruins relationships, right? If he has a girlfriend, if he's talking to someone 
or he's definitely not interested in you, move on. Because honestly, if, if, if you're on good terms with that person, just wish them well and move on. Or if you say if you're not in good terms with that person, or if they're just a bad person, just forget about them. Like, honestly, they don't deserve you. And then you just move on with your life because there's always going to be someone else. Like, we always think that there's that one person and they're your soulmate or whatever. And sometimes they might be, they, they might be, but most of the time they're not like you will definitely know if they're your soulmate you can't just like guess about it but if if they're dating someone else whatever just move on if it's meant to happen it will happen that being said you do have to move and make a move and do all of that stuff and make a move fast okay that's what i learned all right you gotta make a move fast (laughs) or else you'll just end up being sad you know okay so how to pull people we're going to do, we're going to do a little episode on this right now, right now. Okay. So step number one. Okay. I'm going to make a hypothetical situation. All right. So there's like this guy in your, we're going to do one class. We're going to make it difficult. We're going to have a guy in one class and you see him in the hallway. Okay. All right. And you want to, you think he's cute, whatever. Right. All right. The first thing the first thing you want to do is become friends with him. You want to, like, talk to him somehow or, like, form some kind of connection. Like, find out similarities. Not by stalking. Don't stalk. Because it's really creepy when people know more about you than you know about yourself. Um, <laughs> okay, so... First of all, you want to be friends with them and find some kind of connection or interest and um you could gain a relationship out of this or a friendship you know so either way to win-win okay so what you want to do is like all right so you the best way to do this is in class right like in the hallway it's like pretty much impossible because you're walking super fast and people pass by super fast okay but you want to talk in class or you want to find him on snap or instagram and I'm losing my voice. Okay, back. You got to add him on Snap and Instagram and then be like, hey, what's the homework? This line will work, okay? People have gotten into relationships because, hey, what's the homework? So be like, yeah, hey, what's the homework? And you can throw your phone across the room and freak out about it and run in circles for 20 minutes until he replies. And if he doesn't reply, you can either take that as like leave leave him alone and just forget about him. Or you can take it as, oh, maybe he's not active or this is a deleted account. Okay, it could be either one. But at that point, you would just have to kind of let it go for a little bit and then maybe revisit it or talk to him in real life. But say he answers, okay, most likely people will answer if you're like a good guy, you know. Okay, say he answers, you'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. Um, uh, I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really paying attention in class. I'm struggling with this, blah, blah, blah. And maybe you could start up a conversation. If it doesn't, oh, well, you know can't do anything about it. It's all right. Leave, leave him, um, and be happy with your win. You texted him. Okay. And then what you're going to do the next day or whenever you see him in class, you're going to smile. And then in the hallway, you're going to be like, like, like wave and be like, Hey, you know, and then pass by. And all you have to do is say one word and it's really intimidating, but the least you could do is like smile, you know, smile at him. 
and walk by. It's super easy. And it also is like building like the connection that you guys are becoming friends, right? Okay. And then at that point, you guys kind of have a connection, kind of. You've talked to him once over text and you're smiling at him in the hallway, okay? This is really good. If you've gotten this far, then you're actually in such a good place right now, okay? All right. Then what you want to do is in class, like if you know that he he gets to class early, get to class early too, and then see if you guys could like talk or be like, um, or be like, hey, what's up? Um, or like, how are you? And he'll be like, oh, good, how are you? He'll be like, oh, I'm good too. So what do you have after this? And then he'll be like, oh, I have this. And I was like, oh, I love that class. Oh, I don't like that class. And then you guys could start up a whole conversation before class starts. And if you're doing that, you're killing it. Okay. You are doing amazing. And then, or you could do this like after class or just generally whenever you meet, you know? Um, and if it is before class or after class and it's kind of just you two and you don't have to deal with his friends or your friends, you know what I mean? Um, and then that is a great way to connect because now you'd be kind of like friends and then you want to send him snaps on Snapchat. Um, and then you guys could have like you guys could be snapping each other back and then all of that, all right? And, okay, and after, like, two or, like, three days of this and you know that he's, like, um, you guys are friends or whatever, invite him somewhere with friends, with other friends, you know? Um, and this might seem like it's a little too much, but honestly, like, this is a perfect time. Like, you guys are kind of, like, talking, you guys are friends, you want to know him better, and they don't overthink any of this. Like, they'll just think it's, like, kind of chill, and if they do overthink it, you can, like, like, it doesn't matter, you know? It doesn't really, it's not, it's not too deep. It's not ever deep with boys, you know? Um, and then ask, ask him, like, do you want to go roller skating? Do you want to go get ice cream or whatever with friends, with other friends? Like, oh yeah, I'm going roller skating with a bunch of my friends, uh, this weekend. Um, do you want to come too? You know, that's a good way to do things. And, um, throughout this whole time that you're kind of doing this, you need to watch out for like signs, like real signs that maybe he's into you or real signs that maybe he's not so interested. And then you can use that. So at this point, it's kind of like, oh, should I move forward or should I not move forward? And if, if you think that he's kind of into you or you guys are friends and things are going in a good direction, then you can invite him out, you know, that's a good way to go. And then at this point, you just kind of, you just gotta, gotta make the moves, you know, and then see if he's into you. And if he's not into you, you guys could stay friends or he might be into you. And at this point, if he is into you, he's probably catching like feels right now. And then he'll probably start to do more stuff. And this is the part where you got to make your own decisions and I can't tell you what to do anymore. But this whole, this whole narration that I just gave you of this timeline is what could actually happen in real life. And um, it works really well, like it genuinely works well. The only thing that you got to do is you got to put yourself out there and you got to genuinely be yourself and unapologetically um, be yourself. Like, like, I keep repeating it, but that's the most important part. Like, if you aren't showing off who you are, then he's not going to form a connection with you, you know? So that's kind of just like the whole, the whole timeline there. Hopefully that was helpful for those of you who are struggling, you know? You got me.
All right. So anyways, the actual point of this episode was to discuss um, having what you can't have. All right. And I was uh, watching. Okay, wait. All right, I'm back. Um, You guys didn't hear anything, but I had to stop my recording and re-record because my my, um, app thingy, my website that I record on only lets me record for 30 minutes at a time, and it was 27 minutes. All right, so I was watching the kissing booth yesterday at my sleepover, and I was ranting about, like, how people want the one thing that they can't have. It's human nature, you know, like, to want what you can't have. And, um... This has nothing to do with, like, the tips or whatever, so don't – well, you can play hard to get, but, like, I don't – it's not something that I recommend, like, like a lot, you know what I mean? But I was thinking about how, like, people always want the one thing that they can't have, and it's, like, astonishing to me that, like, so many timelines, so many people have, like, have had this happen to them, especially with love. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, I kind of always have a cold, but right now I'm feeling better. I do have something with my throat, though. Um, what was I saying? Okay. Oh, right. Okay. So people always want the one thing that they can't have, especially when it comes to love. And it's kind of like the cutest thing in the world. Like Romeo and Juliet. That is such a tragic love story. It's like they couldn't be in love with each other was like forbidden almost but they just had to be together you know and this is like a plot line that has played over and over again in countless stories and movies but I feel like one book that captures that essence so well is Gone with the Wind by Margaret Mitchell if you guys don't know it was a book written in 1936 and it was known as the great American novel oh wait no it was called The Great American Novel. I guess they changed the name. But it was it's about this girl named Scarlett O'Hara. She's spoiled and she's ruthless. She's the daughter of a wealthy plantation owner in the South. And just when she's, like, growing up, when she's a young woman, the Civil War is beginning, you know? And her whole life is, like, turned upside down. She nears starvation and... You know, like, her whole life of just being wealthy is turned upside down, and it captures what happened during that time, but it also captures, like, the idea of one wanting the one thing that they can't have, and it's actually astonishing to me because, okay, spoiler alert, if you're reading Gone with the Wind and you don't want things to be spoiled, I would recommend skipping the whole end of this episode if you are doing that bye bye i will see you guys in the next episode but if you're staying and you aren't currently reading gone with the wind and don't care about spoilers well here it comes okay so scarlet literally has everything she wants okay she has had everything she's ever wanted and she's one of those people it says in the first book okay i mean in the first page scarlet o'hara was not beautiful but men seldom realized it when caught by her charm as the Tarleton twins were. Okay, in that first sentence, it shows how you can pull without being stunningly beautiful. Sorry, I just wanted to point that out. But it captures how one wants what they can't have, all right? And Scarlett has had money all her life. She's had nice dresses. She's had all the boys wrapped around her finger. And um, the one guy that she didn't have she wanted him. That's the only guy. I. They weren't 
fit for each other. The only person that would fit for him or was fit for him was Melanie. And Scarlett couldn't have that because he was the one guy that she wanted. And then when she couldn't have him, her whole life was turned upside down. And the Civil War started and all of this bad stuff started happening. And then there was like a connection with Ashley and the war that like, and her whole life was bad because Ashley wasn't hers. And the Civil, and she connected that to the Civil War. It was like, oh, once the Civil War is over, Ashley will come back to me and life will be better. Like the two were connected. And she wanted him so bad for no reason. Like, she never really loved him. She loved the idea of him. And it made me so mad how she had, her, like, her perfect match, you know? And she kind of just refused that mostly for Ashley. And it just never made any sense to me. And I don't know. And I was watching The Kissing Booth yesterday, too. And it was like... um what's her name? I forget her name. I know the actress's name is Joey King, but, um, I forget what she's called in the movie. Oh, Elle, Elle Evans. Elle Evans really, like, wanted Noah Flynn, and it just, and it was because she couldn't have him. Like, maybe she really loved him, but, like, I feel like mostly the reason why she even wanted him in the first place was because, you know, she couldn't have him. Like, she could have anyone else, but she wanted him. And, um, that idea is, like, so human, you know, like, it's just, I don't know, it's just something I wanted to talk about, because I find it, like, actually fascinating and insane that, like, we know that we can't have something, but we want it just because we can't have it, and even though you have something perfect right in front of you, you can't see it because of that one person. It's a shame, like, what's, but Julie, Juliet and Romeo, Romeo and Juliet, I feel like they were perfect for each other. And it wasn't just because they wanted each other when, and they couldn't have each other, you know? But for Scarlett O'Hara, for Scarlett O'Hara, she never loved Ashley. Really, I don't think she ever really loved Ashley. So anyways, that was my little rant on that book. It was supposed to be the whole of this episode, but I decided to take it in a different route, you know? And um, hopefully that was helpful, helpful, sorry, helpful to anyone who's struggling with that because I think my audience is mostly just teenage girls. Okay, anyways, I will see you guys all next week and it's a bonus episodes that are coming soon. All right, and I will see you later.